Hello, podcast legends. Welcome back to the podcast for 2021. I've set myself a little bit of a target this year to get the podcast up to 100 episodes by the end of the year. We're currently at, I think, 31 episodes. So I want to get that to 100 by the end of the year. What that's going to mean is I need to punch out about two a week. I should easily achieve it if I can hit two episodes a week moving forward from here. What that's going to look like is you're going to get a few more of these episodes that are just me having a chin chin wag into the microphone chatting about a topic to give you guys a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of insight into all things to help improve your performance in off-road racing. So today what we're going to chat about is a super simple one, hydration. When I have a new client start training with me, if they're a premium client, what we do is we do a nutrition assessment when they first start. The biggest thing we see when someone starts training with me and we do that nutrition assessment is they are actually lacking hydration. They are essentially dehydrated and it's one of the most common things I see and it's a biggest piece of low-hanging fruit. And I actually don't believe that someone should have to pay me money to get their hydration dialed in. Like, It's such a simple thing, but it gets overlooked so often. So that's why I thought I'd do a podcast on it, put this information out there. It might be something that you can do that's a tiny thing that will give you, bring you some big results. So we can, like, when we think of nutrition, the actual absolute foundation of nutrition is hydration. You can have your nutrition absolutely dialed, hit hit your macro balance perfectly, but if you're dehydrated, you are your performance is going to suffer massively. So we can I think it's like we can like, we can live actually live the human body can actually live for months without food. Like we can fast for for long periods of time without food and actually still survive. We're not gonna be able to ride a dirt bike very well, we're not gonna be able to train very well, but we can actually survive. If we stop drinking water, if we are dehydrated, you've literally only got two to three days to live and you're done, it's over. So that gives you an, an idea of the importance of hydration. So I guess I'm a little bit lucky in terms of in a past life when I was a tradie, that when you're working in hot weather, you're, you get told from a very early on that you need to drink a lot of water. And I worked up in Darwin when I was in my early 20s. We were roofing up there. And the golden rule up there in Darwin, if, if anyone who doesn't know what Darwin's like, it's very humid, um, hot weather. The golden rule up there was you had to have five liters down before lunchtime. If you didn't have five liters, of hydration down before lunchtime, you would be sitting under a tree for the rest of the day. We were doing 12 hour days, putting roofs on up there. So that was just, that was what everyone did. It wasn't a question, that's just what everyone did. Everyone had their massive water bottle, they filled it up in the morning, drank it, filled it back up at lunchtime, 
drank it again in the Arvo. They, they knew that if they didn't get front load that hydration in the heat, that they would be cactus for the rest of the day. So I learned that pretty early on. So I was lucky in that respect. Um, now I've obviously learned a lot more about it since I've become a coach. And like I say, it's one of the, the biggest pieces of low hanging fruit. So absolute bare basics, we wanna think of volume. How much are you actually drinking? So a very simple equation I use for that is your body weight times 0.04. So I'm 80 kilos, so that comes to 3.2 liters. That will give you a figure in liters of how much water you need to drink a day. So that figure, what we need to be aware of is that figure is bare minimum. That's if you sit on the couch watching Netflix all day. So if you're active, if you're outside sweating um, and other things we'll go into, that actually needs to be more. So it's going to be north of that figure. So I know personally, I need to drink very close to five liters a day or else I feel like shit. So if I only drink three liters, I'll feel terrible. If I only drink four liters, I'll feel kind of okay. If I drink five or more, I'm on point. So that's for me. Again, you're not me. You need to figure out what's right for you. Um, but it's going to need to be north of that figure that that calculation gives you in most cases. So a very simple tip and a very simple way you can actually get a head start on that. And this is something I tell all my clients to do. Again, it's something that I practice religiously is drinking a liter of water as soon as you get up in the morning. So when we are laying in bed at night breathing, we are actually essentially breathing off moisture through our breath. So we're actually becoming dehydrated overnight. So to get a head start on our hydration, I have like a massive, like a 500 mil glass beside the sink at home. When I get up, I bang one of them down, I go brush my teeth, and then when I come back, I bang another one down. So I've got a liter of hydration down before any food goes into my mouth. That's a super simple way that you can get a head start on your hydration. If you think, if you get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you have a shower, then you eat your breakfast, then you might have a coffee or whatever that looks like, and then you might not start drinking until you feel thirsty. When you feel thirsty, you're actually already starting to feel the effects of dehydration. So we never ever want to get to the point where we feel thirsty. We want to be drinking water well before we feel thirsty. So that one liter when you get up thing, super easy way to do it. If that feels too full on, if you're drinking none now, just start with a glass. Start with 250 mil or 300 mil, and then every few days, try and make it a little bit more. Go one and a half glasses. A little bit's better than none, that's for sure. So that's just a super simple tip that you can actually get some, get a head start on that hydration. And then what we wanna be thinking is the next thing, once we get that volume of water right, and if we're increasing our volume of, of water that we're taking in, we need to think about electrolytes. So sodium is the most important mineral in the body. And what happens is when we start drinking more water, we need to increase 
our sodium intake in alignment with that water. If we're just taking in a lot more water, what we're going to do is dilute that sodium balance. So the, I guess the signs of sodium depletion are actually very similar to dehydration. One of the most common things we will feel is brain fog, mental fatigue, headaches. So if you're having like an energy slump mid-morning or an energy slump mid-arvo, or you're feeling brain fog, um, headaches, etc., and you feel like you are drinking plenty of water, my advice to you would be add some electrolytes because you you can feel like, you can think, oh, I'm, de- I'm feel a bit dehydrated, I've got brain fog, I'm a bit fuzzy, and you just bang down water, um, and it act- can actually make it worse if you're sodium depleted. So I most commonly see this, again, it's something I've, I've experienced myself, is when my clients, um, when they clean up their nutrition, and what I mean by cleaning up their nutrition is removing some of the processed foods and eating more whole foods, fruits and vegetables, um, etc. What happens then is generally they're going to lower their sodium intake from the foods that they're consuming because there's two things that processed foods are pumped full of and that is sugar and salt. They put tons of sugar in there, tons of salt in there to make them taste good. So if you're eating KFC, um, dim sims, packets of chips um, every day, then you're most likely getting enough sodium in. If you're not eating foods like that and you've, you've tried to uh, clean up your nutrition, you're eating more of a sort of a whole foods nutrition approach, you actually are going to need to add quite a, quite a bit of sodium and electrolytes um, electrolytes to your water and sodium to your meals. So what that actually looks like is the actual recommended daily intake for sodium is 2,800 milligrams. What that equates to, 3,000 milligrams of salt is three teaspoons, three level teaspoons. So again, that's the bare minimum. That's a recommended daily intake from the government or, or um, that's in the nutrition guidelines. So that's for a person who is essentially sedentary. That's not for a highly active athlete or even a tradie who's out there busting their hump all day out in the sun, sweating their, their butt off. So again, that, that three teaspoons, three level teaspoons of sodium is a bare minimum. When, um, when, we're, when we're more active, the, the things that increase our sodium requirements, one is obviously being more, more active if, if we're sweating and it's hot we're going to be sweating more. So that's pretty obvious that we're gonna need to include some more electrolytes. The other thing that can actually affect that is everyone has a different sodium concentration to their sweat. Some people just genetically release way higher amounts of sodium in their sweat. You can actually have that tested, um, but again, it's just gonna, if you're not gonna have the test, it's gonna come down to trial and error, trying more, trying less, see how you feel. The other one which most people overlook is just general stress. So stress comes from our training. Quite obviously, it's a physical stress. It's a good stress. It's still stressful on the body. Then you've got things like your work, relationships, financial stress, all these things, freaking COVID, um, all these things that are, that are going on. Like everyone's 
got stress in their lives to a, to a different degree. And depending on how you perceive that stress can have a massive impact on how that stress affects your body. So what I'm getting at here is if you have a high stress lifestyle or you're running a business or wherever that stress might be coming from, that actually massively increases your electrolyte and your mineral requirements in your body. So again, super important. We need to be aware of, of how much we're getting in. So that 3000 milligrams, three level teaspoons, absolute bare minimum. If you're super active, sweating, if you're a tradie outside working in the heat, you could go all, all the way up to doubling that. You could go up to six teaspoons a day. So again, it's a very, very personal thing, but we wanna be including some. And they're not just something you have just when you're sweating. We need them all the time. We're gonna obviously need more when we're sweating, but we do need them all the time. The body needs them to function at an optimal level. So we, we wanna make sure we're including them. So it's just like, it's just like mixing two stroke. Like for all those guys out there that have ridden a two stroke bike, you think if you mix up a 20 liter of fuel, two stroke, you've got to put more two stroke oil in. It's the same with our hydration. If we're going to drink more water, we need to put more electrolytes in because the, the balance is going to be out. The ratio will be out. And when the ratio is out, our, the sodium balance becomes diluted and then we're going to feel like crap. So when more water comes in, sodium needs to come, more sodium needs to come in as well to keep the balance where it needs to be. So the next one is, which is worth talking about, is when you do choose a electrolyte supplement, you need to be aware that some of them are going to include calories and some of them aren't. And you actually want to have both because if you look at any electrolyte supplement or I guess a sports hydration supplement out there, something like Gatorade, you can buy that at a shop. Um, any of these powders that you mix up and put in your Camelback, they've got a high amount of carbohydrate in them. They've essentially got the same amount of sugar in one serve as a can of Coke. So when we're at the track and we're banging out motos or you're doing a big day trail riding, then that's a good thing. Like we actually need some of those simple type sugars those that, to fuel the body. When you're just going about your day-to-day -day thing, maybe you're sitting at a desk, maybe you're cruising around, you don't need to be banging down a can of Coke every time you have a can of Coke's worth of sugar every time you, have, you want some electrolytes. So that's why I personally have two different supplements. I have one for when I'm training and when I'm riding that includes the carbohydrate. So it's got a really good electrolyte profile and it's also got the carbs in there to, to give the body fuel. And then I also have one that is calorie free. So I'm drinking that right now. I've got my big one liter drink bottle here on my desk. I drink four of those a day and they've all got electrolytes in them. So I add a serve of the electrolyte to every liter of water in my drink bottle and I make sure I get at least four of them in each day so then I know I'm on top of my hydration. So the two brands that I use 
for the the supplement with the carbs with the fuel the one i use is bulk nutrients electrolyte plus it's called so it's got a really good electrolyte profile i'm pretty sure it's got 380 milligrams of sodium per serve so that would be the bare minimum i would recommend if you're looking at your the nutrition profile when you're choosing a supplement that's like the bottom end like 350 you want to be at least that per serve or above so electrolyte plus from bulk nutrients it's made in australia it's an australian company they sell to the public at wholesale prices which is freaking awesome that's what i use when i'm training when i'm riding my dirt bike and i want to have some calories and some carbohydrate in my hydration when i'm not the brand i use is element lmnt so you can buy that it's actually a u.s company you have to order it off their website from overseas it's got 1000 milligrams of salt per serve and it's naturally sweet and so it's zero calorie so it's a really good option when you want to get your electrolytes up but you don't want to be banging down a boatload of sugar so that's what i use i used to use coda coda is a great brand it's an again it's an australian company i love supporting australian companies however their factory burnt down last year and they're not producing it at the moment they're waiting for their factory to be rebuilt or whatever and and to be able to supply it again so you can't actually get it at the moment um coda has 500 milligrams or four i think it's got 470 milligrams of salt per serve so when i couldn't get with coda i i went searching for another option and that's when i came across the element and i've got to say i actually prefer the element purely because it's got such a high sodium content in it um, tastes really good it's got zero calorie and it's really easy to make sure you're getting enough sodium in so when i do put the bulk nutrient stuff in my camelback say i put two i'll have two liters of water in my camelback i might have three scoops which is two serves of the bulk nutrients i'll just put an extra serve of the element electrolyte in the camelback as well just to bump that electrolyte profile up particularly on the days like at the moment it's summer in australia so it's pretty hot when you go out so on a day like that when it's going to be hot i know i'm going to be sweating more i need more electrolytes so that's what i do personally again you can use whatever brand you want, but you, they're the things you want to be aware of. One is when you need calories, because you don't want to be banging down boatloads of sugar when you're just cruising around and your body doesn't need it. You definitely need it around your training, for sure. So it's just knowing where that fits and having two options, having a calorie-free option, having a calorie-fueled option for your training, and then checking in on what the electrolyte profile actually contains. The reason why I mention that is because a lot of these brands, I see them get advertised, they pop up on my my Instagram feed all the time. Um, you see Hydrolyte at the supermarket, things like that. If you actually look at the sodium content, there's less, a lot of them have 170, 150, some of them only got 60, gram, 60 milligrams of sodium in them. So you're essentially better off just drinking water. Like you're literally wasting your money. There's virtually no sodium in there. It's not actually doing anything for you. So it's, if you're going to spend money on a supplement, you want to make sure it's actually got enough 
of enough of a electrolyte profile that it's actually going to do what it says it's going to do because a lot of them don't I can assure you of that so that's it really volume hit a liter when you get up include electrolytes you're going to need more if you're eating a clean diet and you might be surprised at how much that is like I just I smash salt all over my food I have heaps of electrolytes in my water every day but I don't eat any processed foods. When I say don't, I would say I have a 95-5 diet. <laughs> I do eat processed foods, but they're a, they're a treat. So that it'd be less than once a week that I would eat something that I would consider to be processed. The 95% of my food is whole foods. So again, you've got, to, you've got to know where you sit there. If you're eating really clean, you're going to need more salt, more electrolytes. If you're pulling into KFC and, and getting a $5 combo every afternoon, you're probably not going to need as much. Okay, so that's your call. Um, it's just being aware of that. And like I say, it's one thing that I see my clients get huge gains from. Increasing their water and then including some extra electrolytes. Super simple, low-hanging fruit, massive gains, more energy, more clarity, more focus. All of those things are going to improve when you get your hydration dialed in. So that's it for this one. We'll keep these little episodes nice and short and sharp. If you do have a topic that you would like to take a bit of a deeper dive or even suggestions for guests on the podcast, like I've got a good a good list of guests that are coming up on the podcast. I think you there's going to be some awesome value in a lot of them that are coming up that you guys will love. But yeah, if you've got a topic that you'd like to have a little bit of a deeper dive on on these shorter podcasts or you can think of a guest that might be a cool guest to have on the podcast, hit me up, shoot me a DM on Insta and I'll add them to the list. Thanks for listening, everyone. I really appreciate the support and we will see you all on the next podcast. Bye-bye.